So, uh, just, uh, gosh, uh, a couple weeks ago, the Republican Party here in Delaware had their convention. They voted for a uh, state chair. And uh, look who won. In studio, it's Julianne Murray. A little round of applause, everybody. Oh, well. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. Two people. Awesome. (laughs) Well, considering there's four in studio, that's half the folks. Yeah, I did clap for myself. And it wasn't a couple weeks. It was actually a couple days. Well, it was a few days ago, yeah. Yeah. Over the weekend. So, right. So, at the convention... at the Delaware Republican Convention, uh, you won the vote for party chair. I did. Now, uh, Jane Brady was on just the other day talking about her future. She's going to be working for a nonprofit called A Better Delaware. And, uh, and you know, not unlike you, every time uh, the two of you ladies really have this in common, every time one thing uh, slips by, whatever, you grab onto something else to do. Mm-hmm. And, and you've done that as well. You ran for governor. I did. And and I always had this theory, and I don't think it's been disproven, that you did that to get your name out there because you were a fine candidate for state attorney general. In fact, I think the best we've had in many, many, many years uh, catapulting you into state prominence. You did something that Republicans statewide have not been able to do in a long time, which is win Sussex and Kent County mm-hmm. uh, quite handily, I, I would say. Mm-hmm. And coming very, very close here in Newcastle County, which is like predominantly a, a blue county. Correct. All true. Yep. And there are more voters in this county, mm-hmm. Newcastle, than Kent and Sussex combined. Most of them are Democrats. So uh, you screwed up, Julianne. You won the election. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and uh, first of all, it's fun being in studio with you. Every other time we've talked, we've, I've not actually been in studio, yeah. which is nice. And for those out there, he's actually in my wingspan. So it's kind of he's looking right at me to see what I'm going to do, which is kind of fun. Um, but when I, I, uh, I did win and, and why I ran was, I, so there are those, you know, detractors that would say, oh God, she ran for governor. She ran for attorney general. You know, she can't make up her mind. I look at it as I'm tenacious, mm-hmm. uh, I'm persistent and I want to make a difference. And so for, um, part of the issue in the AG race was uh, low turnout for on the Republican side. Of yeah, things. And, and I say so. And, and I told Republicans, and uh, some of them got very, very mad at me, but I said this to the listeners, if you're a Republican and you didn't vote, then you voted Democrat. Because making a decision to do nothing is a decision to do something. And your decision to do something was to allow uh, Kathy Jennings to remain as state attorney general after Julianne Murray kicked her butt in a lawsuit wherein Julianne Murray defended the state constitution and the Delaware people. All true. Yeah. And uh, it came down to 12,225 votes. But who's counting? You are. And uh, and that's what you got to do. And you do. Now, I know that uh, when Jane worked very, very hard, very smart to uh, town halls and such. We'll talk yeah. about that. Okay. And uh, she spent probably like a, a 20 grand or more of her own money. I mean, this is like the kind of thing you do, uh, you know, to, to, to make money and profit, mm-hmm. you know. So what the heck were you thinking? Well... Again, I want I mean, I I want uh, Republicans to have a voice in the state of Delaware. And, you know, but it is not I mean, so for me, we needed change in party structure. We needed a structure that is that is uh, there to. Uh, you know, from a messaging standpoint, from a communication standpoint, and from a candidate support standpoint. And I was very um, careful when I was, you know, was running to say, we just, you know, we need change. We need fiscal transparency. We need engagement, you know, and, and in our path going forward, the biggest thing that we need going into 2024 is engagement from voters. We need the grassroots. 
you know, and, and because the grassroots are, you know, those down ballot races going into 24, those general assembly seats, mm-hmm. I think are the most critical. And I think that, you know, the, the job that I have to do is to convince people, get people to understand what, you know, what you and I would call our old civics classes right. about how, you know, all politics really are local and that your you know, the general assembly is who is wreaking havoc in our lives right now. Yeah, and and I mean we could we could spend hours talking about what the General Assembly is doing to take away our individual choices, our individual rights, and things like that. And so you know it's getting people to engage and go, okay, wait a minute. Um, okay, so if I vote, you know, if I start participating in this, I might be able to make a change in this district and in this district, and you know we can start you know winning some of those seats back. That, you know, that's where we've got to be focused in 24. How do you get this message out to people? I mean, let's look at Newcastle County again. Yep. So 30% about of Newcastle County Republicans went out and voted during the midterms. Mm-hmm. 30% of Democrats in Newcastle County went out and voted in the midterms. Yep. That means twice as many Democrats voted as Republicans. Yep. It's yeah. true. And, and you... By the way, because um, I know a lot of people in the city, mm-hmm. I know folks who work in media that is city focused, right? Yep. And there's and and they all said that when you went there mm-hmm. and you did the local cable and you talked to groups there and you were really working it in the city, that you had a message that they appreciated and they liked. But they probably still went out and voted Democrat anyway. Maybe, maybe not. You know, okay. and and so I think I got some of them. And yeah. you know, and so you know, as as the chair of the of the Republican Party, you have you have a very challenging uh, mandate. There we go. We use the word mandate. And and part of that you're, is you're married. You have one every time you guys go out. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> It wasn't that funny a yeah. joke. No, know. well, if you know Patrick, it really is I, yeah, actually, and, and you've met him, so I know, you, you know. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, you know, but so I have to fire up our base, you know, and uh-huh. and there are you know, and getting that base, and so there are a whole lot of Republicans that are registered Republicans who aren't engaged. So you know, so at convention, what I said was, look, the people who already vote, the people in this room, mm-hmm. is not where the focus needs to be. You know, where we need to be focusing is the Republicans who historically are not voting. We know who they are. I mean, those numbers are out there. That's who we have to be targeting and we have to be getting, you know, we have to hook them with an issue that matters to them because voting, in my view, can be an emotional decision. But, you know, so you have to do two things and it's not always the same message. So there's a message that kind of gets that base fired up, but then you also need to hit issues that the unaffiliated and the moderate Democrats go, okay, so wait a minute. So, you know, in the AG race, it was very easy because crime Mm -hmm. uh, does not distinguish whether you're a Democrat, Republican or unaffiliated. It just doesn't. And uh, and so I was able to make the pitch to uh, to Democrats and unaffiliated voters. This race is not about the political party. It's about the underlying core issues that are affecting us. Guns on the street, you know, crime, low, you know, police officers. You know, we have a shortage, a tragic shortage of law enforcement in this state. And, you know, and don't pay attention to the fact that. I'm a Republican. That doesn't matter. You need to be voting for the person who is going to, from a policy standpoint, is you know um, resonates with you. Speaking of resonating, yeah. So, a big part of your campaign was the current Attorney General mm-hmm. um, dropped eighty-seven percent of gun charges, mm-hmm. and here we have folks in the city of Wilmington and East Side, with folks here in Dover, mm-hmm. uh, who who see that and say, "Oh my gosh!" Uh, so, what do we do? Yep. And you have to convince them to vote for you, the Republican, yep. who's going to uh, 
prosecute those gun charges, not drop them. Mm-hmm. Did you get any feedback at all that uh, that people were paying attention to that? Yes, absolutely. Tell us about that. Well, and I think that, I mean, so what, unfortunately, what the AG race came down to was the Dobbs decision, which makes no sense. A- at all. You know, it had absolutely nothing to do with the AG race. You know, but, you know, but, but, they... it, but it, it worked, though, because, you know, it's abortion, it's abortion, even though here in Delaware... Abortion has been codified 2019-2021, I believe. Uh, those are two years that Correct. Uh, the state legislature codified abortion. We are now a uh, basically a go-to state. A destination. Yes. Uh, Virginia is for lovers, and Delaware is for regrets. So <laughs> you, you can... Oh, gee. Boy, boy, is there... To, that's a bumper sticker right there. Right? No, but... Yeah, and, and you come here to Delaware, and it's and we did talk about this, and I was quite surprised that so many people said, well, I have to vote for the Democrat because of, of abortion, and apparently they were unaware, uh, I guess, that, that Delaware is a destination state. It will remain a destination state. It's not going to change even if the Republican is a state attorney general getting bad guys with guns off the streets. Correct. And so, you know, so I mean, I can tell you from looking back at the campaign finance reports, Kathy Jennings raised a ton of money on that issue. Really? Oh, you could see. I mean, so it's you you can kind of trace back some of the stuff. And it was basically it was a scare tactic that, uh, you know, that uh, because my comment when anybody asked me, I'm like, it's legal in Delaware. This is you know, this is you know, this is a distraction. We need to be focused on. Crime, police, and what's going on, law and order, all the things we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I can tell you, but you know, and so very close to the election in the AG race, they put out a Facebook page uh, that was called Julianne Murray is too extreme, you know, for Delaware, for Delaware, for Delaware. Yeah, and and you know, yeah. took this took this picture of me from one of my Murray Monday minutes, and I mean, it was just it was uh, it was awful, and you know, and once it's out there, you know, you can't sure. unring that bell. Yeah. I, ironically, that page was still up as of about 10 days ago. <laughs> really? nope. I sent yeah. an email to Kathy Jennings yeah. that said, um, take it down. You know, this is... Well, you know, do you have to? I mean, is it like like road signs where you have to take something like that down after a period of time? You you're not required to, but it's, mm-hmm. I mean, the election's over. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I said to her, I had to put up with this crap while I was in the election, but, you know, I'm a practicing attorney in this state. And, and, and they took it down. They, they, okay. they immediately did what they should. I, I don't even know that it was on the radar. But the point of this is that they, you know, they distracted and, and made the AG race about something that it really wasn't about. And it was, you know, and, and, you know, lesson learned. Well, let's get back to those numbers. You're not going to have Republicans winning the state house, the state Senate, unless you get Newcastle County. Correct. And you're not going to have control of the majority leadership, speakership, things like that, unless you win Wilmington and Newcastle County. Correct. 30% of Democrats show up and that's twice as many as 30% of Republicans. Now you, you actually, uh, did something spectacular, which people who don't follow very closely may not know, and that is at 12,000 votes. You know, that difference, that was very, very close. It was close. So what you going to do? Well, I mean, so part of this is, I mean, I'm I'm now the face of the party, you know, and I am, I'm out there. No, I know, and I don't mean out there like crazy people. <laughs> I just figured I'd beat you to that punchline. Yeah, yeah, just you know, it's just easier to own <laughs> yeah, it. But yeah. you know, but I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm visible. Yeah, I'm you vocal. Are. Yeah. I'm visible and I'm vocal. You have a lot of energy. I do. You have a, oh, you, you have a solid message, and you think well on your feet. 
You, you don't have to come with a crafted bumper sticker, bumper sticker to speak. I don't. You, you know the mission. You know what you want to do. Yeah. And so I, you know, so now we just have to capitalize on that. So in terms of the plan within the party, you know, I kind of came in with there was, you know, there was a group of us that, uh, you know, that uh, worked together starting at the first of the year on how to get me elected, which I'm sure you're going to ask me about at some point here. But we also, I mean, part of that was also strategizing on what kind of committees, you know, do we right. need? How do we start getting involvement? You know, and we're going to have, you know, there's going to be a quote unquote messaging committee. We've got a communications director uh, whose whose wife uh, tragically died on April 19th at the age of 59. You know, so people this week who are already, what are you doing? I'm like, this is my fifth day. And yesterday was the first day I could get in the office mm-hmm. because there was a funeral on but, Tuesday. Yeah, I know. But you do have an idea. And God bless I, George and, and the family. It's, absolutely. Uh, it, 100%. You know, our, our hearts are weeping for for yeah. the family. 100%. So so that's obviously an important thing that's going on right now in, in the short term as well. Right. Um, I, we got a couple calls here, and that's what we do. 302-529-1017. Let's get to Mike. Mike, it's Rick. You're on with the new chair of the Republican Party, Julianne Murray. Hi. Uh, good, thanks for letting me on, Rick. Hi, Julianne. Hi there. I'm a... I'm an independent voter, but I'm registered as a Democrat because my district is so blue. It's in Newcastle, mm-hmm. in the Newcastle area. You guys haven't run a representative or a senator or a Newcastle County um, person for the council in probably 20 years. So on Election Day, those offices, it's like a Soviet Union election. There's one candidate to vote for. So we, we registered Democrats so we at least vote in the primary and have a shot at getting the best person. But, and, and that doesn't usually work, but that's what we've tried to do. My question, though, is, and I, Rick was kind of talking about it a little bit there, uh, is the vast part of Delaware's population is up above the canal. Yep. And it's very blue. And the thing is, when the Republican Party did well in Delaware, with Mike Castle, Pete DuPont, uh, Russ Peterson, moderate-type Republicans. And it just seems to me, from what I see and watching some of these elections, you know, when they primaried Mike Castle, for example, with the stupidest thing they ever did and put up Christine, I'm not a witch O'Donnell. I mean, it was like, did they really think they were going to win? And it just seems like the Delaware Republican Party is allowing the national to drive them. And this isn't Mississippi. If you're going to run crazy people and very extreme far right people, they're never going to win. You need moderate Republicans because Mike Castle was popular. He was well liked. If it hadn't been primary, he'd probably still be our senator unless he decided to retire. So, Mike, what you, what, you, what you want to know is, uh, is will you find those kind of moderate Republicans yes. here? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I, am, I, I am pragmatic. And, you know, and I understand that, you know, that we have to uh, that we do need moderate candidates there. You know, and I, you know, it was interesting I, a phrase. Uh, Kellyanne Conway actually was here for the state dinner, uh, the state convention dinner. And she used a phrase that I thought was interesting. Unity, not unanimity. Nice. And, I, and I, I, you know, and I think that that is, you know, we we as Republicans are a wide swath in terms of our value systems. We don't have to be lockstep. And so it's it's kind of, you know, making sure that, you know, you have candidates that are representing the particular district that the, you know, the, where they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of the questions that I'm sure is going to come is, you know, are you going to make sure that we have a Republican in every single race in the state? Sure, that's a goal. I don't know that that's a goal for 24, because what we have to be focused on is flipping. You know, you don't want to dilute your resources so much that everybody, you know, every race is weakened. 
So, I mean, some of this is looking at the numbers, meaning financially, but also looking at the voting numbers. Uh, but, you know, but I completely understand what you're saying about Republicans haven't even tried, right. you know, in some of these districts. And, you know, I mean, I was on with um, on DE28 two weeks ago with, you know, I on uh, my buddy, Ivan Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Who, who came out. I mean, Ivan. Ivan likes me, which is great. Uh, I was on with Kerwin Gaines. It was supposed to be a 20-minute interview that turned into an hour, again, like when I was running for AG. And it was it was almost like the old Hannity and Colmes. You know, um, you know, Kerwin and I were going back and forth. He wants to continue that. Well, Kerwin's a good interviewer. He is. And he's great with a friendly interview. And he likes to be a friendly guy. And he will challenge people. Mike, I appreciate the call. Thank yeah, you very thank much, you. sir. Thank you. Um, now... Because of what Mike said about the Republican Party running certain candidates, I think there's something people need to understand. The Republican Party has tried to um, evade or avoid some people uh, who are running. Like, for example, we had the first America candidate, uh, Lauren Witzke. Mm -hmm. And the Republican Party said, well, we're not going to endorse her. Trump didn't even endorse her. Uh, we, we don't want. But the, you can't really stop somebody from, can't. from filing and running as a Republican, can you? You cannot. Okay. Now. I do think that there is, I mean, there is stuff that happens behind the scenes. There are conversations that, you know, I mean, uh, that can be had that I would, you know, that I intend to have. I mean, I do not think that we need to be in a position where we are eating our own. That's, you know, and, and that is, you know, that is something that, you know, that I am sure people are going to take exception to with me, you know, and, you know, part of the, part of stepping into this, and, you know, I love that you said to me, Oh dear God! Do you know what you're doing? Uh, <laughs> no, you know. You, no, I know what you know what you're doing. Yeah. No. Do Are you, know, you crazy? <laughs> do you know what you got yourself into? into yeah. yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. You screwed up. You won. Yeah. I did. Yeah. But but strong personality. It's true. And, and I think. But I think that's what we need. And not right only now. that, but you're strong with organization. You're strong with research, and you're strong. You're strong with presentation. I am. Yeah, I've I've seen it in the courtroom, and I've seen it on the street. Yep. Thank so you. So you are. Hey, you're, you, you could be my spokesman right now. This is awesome. I can't do both jobs. I prefer this one. <laughs> well, this one pays. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk. No, 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 no. The one you're in pays. Oh, the pays. one I'm in pays. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah but, no, I, I, I wouldn't and couldn't do both. So, no, I mean, it, it, yeah. but yes, do I understand the challenge? Yes. and But I will also say that, you know, having been a candidate, yeah. uh, you know, for the last two election styles, statewide, uh, cycles, statewide, I, I have a very good feel for how new, you know, for how the counties operate and kind of what's going on on the ground and, you know, and managed to uh, to appeal to, a, you know, a, a large swath. So, you know, I, I intend to continue to do that as the leader of the of the GOP. And something that I like is this. I mean, look, like here in Delaware, women just can't get a break. I mean, you know, the chair of the Democratic Party is. Uh, oh, yeah, it's a woman. Uh, the the uh, the. Previous chair of the Republican Party was, oh, yeah, not a man. And uh, now the chair of the Republican Party is, uh, oh, yeah, again, not, not a man. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the thing that... <laughs> I, know. I, I can't wait to see where the heck there, you're going there's, with this, There's man. no glass ceiling. <laughs> the, the point is there's, there's really uh, no glass ceiling here. And, uh, and so we're watching very, very smart women battle these things out here yep. in, in Delaware, uh, in Republicans and, and Democrats and all that as well. And... I know we got a bunch of phone calls. I'm going to have probably have to hold you over uh, because we got people calling in as well. But when when it comes to candidates, and you can have, like you said, you can have these conversations, and you're smart enough to have these conversations. And I've I've seen you work with people, and you're uh, you know when to acquiesce and when not. I mean, it's you know it, it's it's obvious, and you want to win. I do, but and and you know but stands for behold the underlying truth 
is there are some people you're just not going to change in some of these deep blue districts here, like in Wilmington and Newcastle County, Mm -hmm. even when a smart woman Mm -hmm. is there appealing to female voters, Mm -hmm. you know, not just some guy and the women's going, yeah, and I like her because she's, because there is identity politics. And we know that's very, that's, that's very real. Um, Do you feel like you can win over moderate female Democrats because you're a woman? Or do you feel like you can win, just win the argument? That's an interesting question. Uh, I think it's both. I I do. Uh, And I also think that in terms of when you really kind of crunch the numbers, I mean, there there are parts of Delaware, Wilmington, uh, parts of Newcastle County that are that are deep blue that just are not going. You know, that's you know, we're not necessarily going to pluck votes out of there. Right. But there are other areas, colonial region, which I'm sure we're going to talk about Middletown, Odessa, I mean, Newark and stuff like that. That area is, you know, is a make or break for, you know, winning statewide and not winning. I mean, just in terms of where the population is, where the votes are and what's going on there. So, I mean, so we have crunched data. One of the, you know, one of the uh, teams that, you know, that we're going to be putting in place is basically a data and metrics team that is really digging into these so that we can identify where we need to be focusing. We can also identify, I mean, social media, I I don't, I'm not a fan of social media, but it's a tremendous tool, Mm -hmm. you know, so we can, you know, we can be doing polling and messaging that it can be incredibly targeted with, I mean, all of that is part of this very robust kind of communications program. Speaking of that region, Eric Morrison, uh, now now here's a guy who's a very, very left-wing, very, very liberal. Yep. And uh, was pushing, and thank God, unsuccessful at 16-year-olds voting for school boards, which Democrats want to expand that to voting for president and, and such. Right. Um, is is that a, a seat that you believe could be in play? Yes. Okay. I do. I uh, want to get your take. 302-529-1017. 302-529-1017. Bill, hang on, because I want to give you plenty of time here, all right? And Ted, hang on. We want to get to you as well. We're going to hold her over. We don't always do this, but every once in a while we do. Now, uh, something else that's very, very important. I know I have to get to a break here. But if you are related in any way whatsoever to one of the 161 Delawareans who died in Vietnam, please email Vietnam40th, Vietnam40th at gmail.com. The veterans have special plans for a memorial this November. Man, there hasn't been this much energy in the studio since, oh, I don't know, 1030. Uh, It's... uh, (laughs) Julian. Hey, I, I will bring it, man. You, you just do. tell me when you need me to be you, here. You do. I Look, I want Betsy Merritt on the program. I've reached out to her so many times. Uh, she is the chair of the Democratic Party. Uh, it's a very, very funny story on how we met. I'm not going to tell it right now, but I'd love to tell it when she's on the program. I've... Uh, um, Please, Democrat Party Chair, uh, be on the show. I've uh, sent emails. I've made phone calls. You know, tell all of Delaware why I'm so wrong and why you're right. Gosh, that's that's what we do here. That's I, the whole point. It's called conversation. Well, that's why you go on in the city of Wilmington Absolutely. on DETV, Ivan Thomas, yep. and he, he wants to have that. And that's why we take calls at 302-529-1017, 302-529-1017. Julianne Murray. Uh, you know her as a candidate, extraordinary candidate for State Attorney General. She's in the studio because she won the vote, and now she's chair of the Delaware Republican Party. Let's get to Bill, who wants to talk about fentanyl. Bill, you're on with Julianne Murray. Uh, yes, Ms. Murray, uh, it's wonderful listening to a moderate Republican. That that uh, I like your style. Uh, this is a law enforcement issue that, that, that bothers me most and I think is most serious, 
and this is in the context of not having enough cops. Uh, what could you do about fentanyl? And also, do you think maybe you could work with the federal government on this topic? Um, okay, so in terms of what I can do, I mean, as AG, I'd had all sorts of answers for that, yeah. you know. But but I but I now have I I have a microphone, and so as a, you know, as a candidate for uh, you know, uh, or as a candidate, there you go, as the new chair of the you know of the Delaware Republican Party, I mean, I, fentanyl is an issue. And I think that, you know, and when we start talking about uh, trying to get our candidates elected in 2024, uh, you know, fentanyl and, you know, is something that we I, I think we have to be talking about. I mean, it's it is it is a public health crisis. It is a law enforcement crisis. So is there something that can be done uh, in a little state of Delaware or does it have to be uh, on the federal level when you when you're talking about stopping fentanyl from the southwest border, right, and and or, and here you're talking about consumption. Isn't that really the angle you have to work here, or am I mistaken? No, no, I think it is consumption. Well, but there's there's two different issues here as it relates to fentanyl. So the you know I mean there is the consumption and that it is a killer and you know it's a one time and you can be killed kind of educational mm-hmm. portion of it. But from a law enforcement side of it, uh, you know they you know in terms of the danger to the cops on the street. Right. They, they are actually not doing field testing out on the streets anymore because if they touch it, they can be killed. I mean, so it's, you know, part of this is an education campaign. So I, I do think there's, you know, there. I also have the ability now that I am the chair. I mean, like I've spoken with the RNC. There's, you know, there are resources. Uh, I mean, my, my phone has blown up in the last week with text messages and, you know, and phone calls from national people, too. So fentanyl is, you know, is definitely an issue that we're going to be talking about. Bill, I appreciate the call. we got a lot of folks who want to get in on this. Let's get to Ted. Ted, you're on with Julianne Murray, new chair of the Republican Party in Delaware. Hey, Julianne. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for holding for so long. Oh, absolutely. So uh, I voted for you twice, and uh, I'd absolutely vote for you again. But I have a a question for you in regards to getting your message out Mm -hmm. to voters. Yep. Um, You know, for years in Delaware, it's been yard signs, (laughs) right? And, And they've just been littered everywhere. There's got to be a better way to get to the voter, the message. The, the last election, um, statewide, local, uh, I never saw the Republican candidate other than a flyer in the mail. So <clears throat> I guess that's question number one. Question number two, is there any option or consideration to local debates that you know can possibly draw voters in and, and get to know the candidates? I mean, to me, there's just got to be a better way than yard signs. Okay. It's right. a, it's a Thanks, t- Ted. Uh, we're going to let her answer the questions. Thanks for the call. Uh, terrific question, actually. And, you know, and, and he is right. I mean, I remember uh, when I was running for governor, I mean, the, there's just this whole kind of, you know, cult thing about she who has the most yard signs, you know, uh, you know, and, and I mean, yard signs have a place in terms of kind of getting the temperature from a popularity standpoint. But one of, you know, I, one of the things that where I think that we have not done a good job in the Delaware Republican Party is supporting our candidates and from a state level, um, getting our candidates set up from the get-go. So we're going to, you know, we're forming a group that is going to be doing the recruiting, the vetting, the training, you know, getting those. Uh, and, and I want it to be a committee of people who have been candidates before because every single one of us has made the same mistake at some point. And yeah. so we use that use that data. And so if we, you know, we can recruit candidates and say, these are the top 10 mistakes that every new candidate makes, and you know, and, and, and try and give people, you know, a, a jump on that. Um, we can 
use, we can set up templates for websites. We can, there are things that we can be doing at the state level that, that helps support the, the regions and the local levels. And part of that is absolutely from the state level, uh, you know, getting our candidates out there and pushing it, you know, whether it is social media, whether it's the website, whether it is the chair of the party going out and talking about who our candidates are, but it's also making sure that our candidates have their two-minute stump speech. So um, people who are involved politically, listen to WDEL, listen to this broadcast, and, of course, candidates advertise here. Bo Biden, for example, when he was running, Mm -hmm. uh, he advertised on my show often Mm -hmm. to try to basically win the argument by, by having more volume, and it did help him. Sure. It did. The people who are engaged politically are always on the party websites. They get the party tweets. You know, they're on the Instagrams for their candidates and their representatives and all. But what about those folks who are not as engaged? Well, great question. But the thing is, I mean, so let's just take social media. Yeah. There can be a DEGOP. That's, you know, I mean, that that's just kind of a landing spot. It's right. the feeding out. It's getting your, you know, your uh, Facebook and Twitter warriors that are pushing it out to their circles. That's, I mean, that's the power of social media. Well, DellDems.org, Delaware Democrats, I mean, they, they fear you. They said, oh, my gosh, Republican Party has a new energy, and it's Julianne Murray, and we need we need money. Give us campaign donations because we're, we're afraid of Julianne Murray. I mean, that's pretty much the message they, that, that uh, it is. Betsy Marin set out with the Delaware Democrats, right? A- absolutely. We're, yeah. You know, that we they, they have energy, and they're motivated. Yeah. I, you know, I, and it was so funny because uh, Nick uh, said to me, and uh, he was like, finally, because I saw it, and I went, this is great, yeah. you know, instead of, you know. And it is. I mean, so it that is good. We, you know, but we have to use that too. For people listening, Nick is the guy who's working on the team. Yeah. Okay, let's get to Mark. Mark, you're on with Julianne Murray. Well, I had the honor to vote for Julianne Murray three times. I was at the convention last weekend, and it was phenomenal. But my question is, is how do we get to those Democrats? And one of them just called in that he's only registered as a Democrat to vote in the primary. Doesn't he realize that the Democrats have the honor of using his good name? And I live in the city of Wilmington, and I know registering as a Democrat does not work to vote in their primaries. It's a good question. And I think that, I mean, so part of this is I I have said that, you know, courage is contagious and, you know, and we are going to be uh, at the convention and, you know, and and thank you for calling in and thank you for voting for me. Uh, You know, one of the things that I said was we're not going to be silent anymore. Yeah. And and I think it's important. And now, is everybody going to agree with everything that we say? No, but engagement is a good thing. So I think that we're going to I think we can pull. You know, some of the, you know, some of the people that are, you know, that are registering as Democrats because that's what, you know, that's where they feel, that's their, what they think they can do. I think we may be able to pull some of that. So when Jack Markell was running for governor Mm -hmm. and John Carney is just coming off uh, the the Minter administration as being uh, lieutenant governor, it was very challenging for him. He couldn't extract himself from uh, Minter's governorship. We won't go into details on that. And there was a political consultant uh, who worked for Jack Markell. Mm -hmm. And they spent tens of thousands of dollars to get Republicans to change the registration of Democrat so they could get a more moderate Democrat, Jack Markell, to run for governor. And then I'm told that a similar uh, scheme was used for Mike Przicki, uh to get the remaining Republicans to change the Democrats, vote for the primary, because the primary winner is going to win the overall general election. Now, do you... Uh, do, do you have a plan to get those uh, Republicans back? Uh, are you, or are you going to work on something different? Um, 
That's a good question. Uh, I had not formulated a plan on that specific issue yet, uh, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean I'm not going to. I mean, we got plenty. All right, let's <laughs> get to uh, John and Jensen's show here, WDEL 302-529-1017. You're on with Julianne Murray, uh, the new chair of the Republican Party here. John? Yes, thank you for taking my call. There was a Democratic candidate who said it's the economy, stupid. Whether you're Republican, Democrat, or Independent, everyone's poor because of Biden's policies. And Governor Corny and all the Republican governors are in lockstep. You mean you mean you Democrat. Democrat? Yeah, <laughs> Democrat. Yeah, are in lockstep with Biden's policies, and in my opinion, I would follow Governor Ron DeSantis's policies on how he changed a blue state into a solid red state in Florida. I appreciate that. No, I appreciate that. And I will tell you that from a national standpoint, uh, it's the economy stupid is absolutely a winning argument and that can absolutely be applied at the state level, too. So when I was on with, um, again, DE28, when I was on with Kerwin, I said to him, you know, he said, how do you get people to vote for Republican candidates? And I said, you talk about the fact that people are talking about renting chickens because eggs have gotten so expensive. And that's true. You you know, you talk about the great answer. It really is. You talk about the fact that you don't, you know, people may not understand exactly what inflation is and what's happening economically, but they know that their dollars aren't going quite as far at the grocery store and they know that they're spending more on gas. You, you know, you, you simplify it, but you put it at that kitchen table. That's what we have to be talking about. And I, you know, and I think that we have candidates that are going to have candidates that have answers for that. And, and so, yeah, I mean, the economy's stupid 100 percent. Well, I remember when Joe Biden actually said in front of God and everybody uh, spending money on the federal level, printing money doesn't cause inflation. I'm thinking, <laughs> wait a second, that's economics 101. And, and I've played recordings of of well-known famous economists who have said, no, that is the only way you create inflation is whether the government spends money. Correct. And that's why inflation. Inflation occurs. It's called the inflationary tax because that money, in some way, has to be repaid. And I, I don't know what you do what you do on a state level, but maybe uh, maybe you know somebody who's going to run for governor as a Republican. And that brings us to this big question too. Yeah. You know, I asked your predecessor a while ago, months ago. So who do you have to run for governor? Mm-hmm. And she said, "Well, you know, we're looking for some good people. Well, we are a year. We're out. behind. We're a year out. I agree. This is it. I. You know." And and we don't have somebody like a Pete Dupont. No, no, even better. We don't have somebody like an Alan Levin, who is a Republican, loved and respected by Democrats as well. Yep. And and uh, I remember talking with him. It was January of that election year, for God's sake. And he said, well, my wife doesn't really want me to run. And, mm-hmm. and I said, I totally get that. And he loves his family, loves his wife. And and that was it. But I, I don't know. Do do we have anybody? Is there somebody like that in little old Delaware no. who ready to step up? No. You know? And and that that right there is why I wanted to run for the chair. You know, we we're behind. Yeah. We I mean I, I the number of days that we have between now and the 2024 we should know our entire slate. 
right now. So, and, and and there's another guy, I'm going to mention this name too, another guy I thought would be a fine candidate for governor and could possibly win. He is a man who is much respected and beloved by Democrats as well as Republicans. His name is Rob Hera. However, he got dragged down in that Wilmington Trust debacle, mm-hmm. innocent, innocent mm-hmm. of, of any wrongdoing, and, and I felt like he was persecuted, not prosecuted, and uh, his reputation was redeemed. Mm-hmm. He was found uh, you know, not guilty of anything. And, and yet now um, his reputation would be slurred again if he were to run because mm-hmm. the Democrats would joyfully uh, you know, trash that. Exploit a, it. Yeah, he's a good man. He's a great man. Yeah. And, and so I'm trying to think, well, statewide, especially in Newcastle County, who you got? Well, and that's, I mean, again, we're, we're, you're doing a fantastic job of listing the challenges that I have in front of me. Uh, and, and and frankly, that's part of the reason that I am also talking about those down-ballot races. Yeah. I, you know, I do not, I mean, and I, I there may be, I mean, I, I'm in day four, day five, so I, I understand that people are going to kind of, there, there may have been it's stuff It's your operate. fifth day, Julianne. Start getting something done, will you? <laughs> hey, it, you know, <laughs> it, it was so important I get here. Yeah. You know, um, well, I'm glad. You know, no, no, but I I think that, you know, and what would be interesting is to come on a month from now and tell you what we've done in a month, because I, I've done a lot in the first four days yeah. that people just don't know about that they will. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, change was needed. I can tell you that right now. And I can tell you that the vibe is hugely different. And that's you know, that part of it is exciting. I would love to ask Betsy Marin, your counterpart in with the Democratic Party, um, prefacing the question this way. I get phone calls off the air. People don't say anything. Who are Democrats? And I've known many, many Democrats because I live in Newcastle County, and they're pretty moderate people. Uh-huh. And and they're freaked out, if you will, by some of these leftist policies, like House Bill 400. We're going to make it illegal for the insurance company to tell you, mom and dad, who are paying for your health insurance, if indeed your child is 13, 14 years old, went and, uh, and, and got uh, irreversible I can't call it uh, gender care and you know right. surgery, and and all of a sudden you make your deductible and they're not allowed to tell you why. And I know Democrats who are who look at that and say, "Oh my God, who are these people in our party?" And I'd love to ask her, you know, how do you feel about the, these policies and these folks? And is this something you think is going to actually continue the strength of the Democratic Party, or are you concerned that some of these policies? are actually going to be hurting the Democratic Party. And, you know, I would like to ask that question. Whatever her answer is, is what it is. You're here. I, I ask you, like, questions like abortion. And abortion costs you the the, uh, the election, even though in Delaware it's it not— It has nothing to do with it's it. It's not an issue. I know. But part of—I mean, so two things. One is I think, you know, what you just laid out there is is an opportunity for a Republican candidate. Uh, you know, because the left has gone so far, you know, the, so far to the left, mm-hmm. I think that there are Democrats that feel like their party has left them. I can tell you when I was running, I had lots of Democrats who said that. To do you me. feel that there are enough? I do. I do. So it's, you know, so it is all about the messaging and trying to get them to, you know, to engage on policy, not on party. We could get them to the polls. Yeah. But I think I can get them to the polls. I'm hard to ignore, man. I know. I'm hard to ignore. Now, that's a good and a bad. Believe me, I know. Oh, (laughs) jeez. You know, it's a good and a bad. I recognize that, but I also know how to use it. And that is, you know, and so I think that that is uh, an opportunity for us that, you know, that we have to capitalize on because it is, you know, it is so, um, you know, I was talking to somebody yesterday and it was, and it's a phrase that I'm, I'm probably going to adopt, the progressive creep. 
You know, and I was like, I like that. You know, mm-hmm. it, nice double entendre. It is a double entendre. Uh, uh, it's yeah. a nice double, but it is, but that is what is happening. You mm-hmm. know, and, and we, you know, if we can educate, and again, it doesn't have to be, I'm talking down to you telling you this. It's, no. you know, I mean, I I am a public speaker. I am a trainer by nature. I do a call-in law show, for God's sake. So, I mean, so I'm comfortable with how to kind of break things down for people. And that's, you know, that's what we have to do. And we have to show what is going on and how our lives are being impacted. And it's, you know, you've everybody's heard the analogy of the frog in the boiling water. Yes. You know, that's kind of what's happening. But I know we're, I, one thing I definitely Definitely want to say kids, schools, you know, that that creep. We have has, a school board uh, election coming up on Tuesday, yep, which typically and, has incredibly low turnout. Yeah. And in my district, you had this guy, Jose, who doesn't want he doesn't want uh, school resource officers. Yep. And then we have Carlucci Coelho, who says, oh, yes, we need to have school resource officers. I mean, we're talking about people who get to know the kids, they're friendly with the kids, and they help the kids. They don't just arrest the kids. They help them. They guide them. They direct them. They're trained to do that. And... And, and and this is an extraordinary important race, hugely. And yet we'll have what eighteen percent or less? not even, not even, not even. So all right, so the, uh, just an, a website that I want people. It's called Citizens for the number four Citizens for Delaware Schools dot org. And you take a look at the uh, uh, at see the if there's a race in your you know in your in your district, right? And you, s- and you see the questions they yep. asked and how they answered. Absolutely, and, and that's. But you got to do it. You know, I mean, I know that people are like, oh, school boards, I don't have kids. You know, why do I go vote in that? Because you should. You know, I mean, this is if you, if you do not think that the Democrats, the, the soup. And again, I'm, I'm careful. Progressive left, because there are Democrats that do not identify with that. But the progressive left has complete have completely gotten into our schools and teach. I mean, CRT, the stuff that's happening. Is it too much of, a, of an insult to say regressive left? Uh, no, I kind of like that. I kind of like it. I'm just wondering. Yeah. Hey, you know. yeah, again, you know, well, you're just you, bucking you, for a job, dude. Well, you, you, want, you want to bring people into the conversation. You don't want to, right. you know, exclude right. them. And, but and school many, board races but too people, matter. Too many people on the left do that. They call your call your names if you disagree. Yeah. 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 And school board, school board races are incredibly important, and it's going to be Tuesday. May 9th, vote. Yeah. If you're not sure, if you don't have kids, I, I don't care. You know, I mean, I, what I, I do. do well, no, what I, I don't, I don't <laughs> care what your excuse is. Right. Oh, um, I gotcha. oh, I get this. You pay school taxes in these places, so make your vote count. That's right. Uh, somebody just handed that. Citizens number four Delaware Schools yeah. One exactly. other thing uh, that you know, a point that you brought up that I think is going to be different with me. Okay, we, you, know, they cannot monopolize the microphone. This whole silent no more mm-hmm. is important because we have, you know, they do the name calling, they do the the labeling, all of these different things, and we don't punch back. There gotcha. is a way to punch back that is not offensive, you know, that, you know, that is just, just standing up for it. yourself. Yeah. Got to know how to do it. Julianne Murray, new chair, Republican Party here in Delaware. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you.